0: just I'm bored what
1: plaything can you offer me today? An obscure body in the SK system Your Majesty the inhabitants refer to it as the planet Earth How peaceful it looks will' you destroy this uh, earth later I like to play with things while well. before annihilation <laughs> My spider senses are starting to tingle. Just hang on to your lariat. Wonder what kind of a scene
0: I'm getting into. And welcome to Behind the Panels, issue 132, the comic book show that tried to dance with the devil in the pale moonlight, but kept stepping on his toes. I'm Richard Gray. I'm David McVeigh. I'm David longer Hey, he's back. Yay. In this issue, Chris Pratt is nominated for Best Shirtless Performance by MTV. The bar has been set high for our live show next week, boys. <laughs> also, Warner Brothers' CEO says DC films are edgier than Marvel. We guess it's why we keep getting cut by them. Then, it's Saga and What We've Been Reading. Oh, and some new books by <laughs> Jeff Lemire, Warren Ellis, Jimmy Parmiotti and Brian Michael Bendis as well. Plus, our kick-ass book of the week, Starlight by Mark Millar and Goran Pavlov This is behind the panels. Bit of David Bowie there (laughs) to bring us into this episode. That's what we're doing. As young Bowie. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, <laughs> I'm in a scary cave with bats. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we actually had a request for uh, a song there. We, uh, Matthew K. Uh, Matthew Katusiak from Melbourne uh, asked us to to play "Starlight" by the Superman Lovers there, but I'd already pulled that because I just wanted to play Bowie mm. <laughs> mostly. Now <laughs> so I could do some
2: David Bowie. Yeah. Of course, you want to play. Everybody wants to play a bit <clears> of yeah. Bowie, but but unless on.
0: it was unless it was old Bowie. When
3: you're doing David Bowie,
0: <laughs> uh, it was it was a Bowie. I don't, know. I don't know. I think society will Ziggy. never <laughs> I, I think the man himself
2: pronounces his name Bowie. So. David, well, Bowie. David Bowie. David <laughs> Bowie.
0: <laughs> um, we are of course back we've got we've, thankfully we've got Dave Longo back Dave's this year here. this week, which is <laughs> Dave's here, man. Uh which is great because we're we're doing a story about uh, a film this week which he will need to say <laughs> in his uh, uh intrinsic way before leaving because mm-hmm. he doesn't want to watch the trailer. No. Um
2: it just occurred to me that we didn't actually do a run through of the news headlines
4: before. No, no, we're, so, we're, oh, flying, we're flying, by flying by the seat so, of so our I'm pants. I'm going yeah. in cold to this. And, yeah. and I'm yeah. in shorts for the first time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> aren't and we all? Let's just pretend that loose. I start them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're wearing shorts. I'm not wearing pants at all. We've got a photographer. Our
2: internet, our internet is half working. <laughs> working. It's like,
0: it's a really patched... Dogs and cats <laughs> living together. Mass hysteria. Yeah. <laughs> it's a patched together show this week, people. Uh, but you know what is patched together? Flash Gordon
1: this urgent call to action mayhem is broken out of the ghastly domain of ming the merciless soldiers are urgently needed join me flash gordon and team flash as we mow down evil with rebel air rock the universe in the tri and space surf on our air sleds oh. it'll be a blast so join team flash today otherwise we'll return you to your regular <laughs> go Flash, go. go!
0: That won't be the last Flash Gordon related thing you hear <laughs> oh, today. Oh, I'm sure not. <laughs> uh, we are of course doing uh, Starlight by Mark Millar today which is... Uh, which uh, has
2: uh, got nothing to do with Flash Gordon.
0: Well actually, he, he was kind of inspired... <laughs> yeah, well, he was he was very much inspired by Flash Gordon. I saw an interview where he talks about some of the Republic serials, the old um, uh, Flash Gordon Republic serials that played and inspired him mm. for this this Starlight book and I'll play a clip from that later. So I've actually technically got two vintage clips this week and I had to, oh, had to go okay. and dig one of these up but uh, yeah, there's, there's a lot of Flash Gordon. We're also doing a John Dee's geek-related challenge this week. We
2: are, but That's unfortunately, bad. because of our internet issues right now, we can't play his actual. But we'll we'll let you know what he said.
0: You know what we could do through the magic of post-production. Oh. You could yeah. you could insert that if we're yeah, if able to. Get, if I can ever get it to work. That's so true.
2: What we'll do is we'll, we'll not promise that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we'll not promise that. But, but if well, I yeah. can,
2: I will make that work.
0: But, you know, we've been reading a hell of a lot of stuff this week, mm. uh, which is saying something because we have a live show next week. For those of you who download the show early uh, on Monday or Tuesday, we've got a live show in Sydney at uh, Sydney the, the 11th of March 2015 at Good Games Hurstville. So we hope to see some of you there at 7.30pm. I
2: believe we're also doing um, another live show as well. Yeah, look, we can
0: announce now that our next live show after that will be on Free Comic Book Day, the Yay! 2nd of May, uh, which is the first Saturday in May. Uh, also Good Games Hurstville. We haven't decided what book we're going to do, what format it's going to take, and and Jamie uh, from Good Games, who uh, you heard on the last live show, and you'll hear on the next live show, and... Uh, is still deciding what he's going to do with with the free comic book day generally speaking but it's going to be fun mm. it'll be fun like, it's the first time we've actually marked free comic book day and on I, the show and I'm sure we'll probably you know. do
2: things like giveaways and everything else and the good news is that since we've started this show this will be the first free comic book day that I'm actually not working yeah <laughs> <laughs> I
0: like, I like we're doing giveaways on a free comic book day yeah, <laughs> like will, we get this stuff for free anyway this will be the first one
4: I, I'm not actually spending four hours waiting in line <laughs> yeah <laughs> we might still Cause
3: do that because oh, you yeah.
4: you've got to do two hours at one store to get two books yeah, and then you got to do another two hours in another store to get another yeah. two
0: books and, and we then, might actually just go to good games yeah. <laughs> and say let's just get some free stuff there <laughs> and, then, and then see what happens after that. We we uh, the, uh, the the I mean the, the big reason that you tend to go to those lineups, as well. There's a lot of sales and things on as well. Yeah, Free yeah. Comic Book Day is huge in and Sydney these years. And cosplayers. And cosplayers. Yeah, that's becoming huge. Last year, I think it was Kino Kuniya here in Sydney actually put on an after party at Luna Park. Oh, really? Really? And it was like wow. a dance party with cosplayers and everything. It was wild. So that's kind of cool.
2: They should invite us.
0: <laughs> they should. <laughs> we should. We should DJ.
3: <laughs> the, the shit out of that
0: <laughs> uh, but we have been doing some reading which uh, causes me to press this button about once a week
3: well
2: looks like we got ourselves a reader
0: read between the lines bitch okay For- Okay <laughs> Okay He brought the dog um, we, we will save The best for last uh, Which is maybe Burying the, the lead On that one But we're going to be Talking about Saga At some stage I was going to say so. If we talk
2: about Saga That's it We're done yeah,
0: We're so. done When we're, we're spent <laughs> uh, But a lot of stuff This was Jeff Lemire's week In a lot of ways um, Because uh, he had it Seems like it's always Jeff Lemire's, Lemire's week. week Yeah, He had uh, two new books A man this doesn't week. stop writing No he's,
4: he's a machine In
0: fact I think that The three or four people Who had new books Out this week week, uh, Jeff Lemire, Warren Ellis, Jimmy Palmiotti, and Brian Michael Bendis are, are, are four people who never stop writing, mm. who, who, who seem to have a new book every other week. Yeah, um, Descender uh, is the new uh, uh, creator-owned one that's got out through Image Comics, and that's with Dustin Nguyen. Um, and look, I'm just going to, uh, Dave and I were talking about this mm. beforehand, a magnificent book. Yeah, This is, like, if you've read Trillium, you kind of get his sort of dual narrative thing, you know, you get, you get the fact that he's telling two stories that are going to coalesce at a certain stage. Mm. This isn't quite as obviously that the, the meeting point doesn't happen in the first issue like it does in Trillium. But there's just two, stories. it's a little bit. We we're talking about Kubrick before the show. Did you get like a bit of an artificial intelligence vibe of this? Yeah, a bit absolutely. of an AI yeah, vibe kind of, of this. Totally, yeah. yeah, certainly from the main character. Mm. And look, it's been in all the publicity, like the identity of the kid in this and what he is. I'm not going to spoil it if you haven't read this yet. Because no. if you if you want to go into this cold. I think it's a, it's a joy because the reveal of that, of what this kid actually is, is actually a really awesome moment mm. in the book. But there's basically two parallel stories running. One of them is about a guy who sort of survived this giant robot apocalypse thing and, and, on the, and he's kind of being brought back into the, into the fold after a long time away to try and work out a way to combat these things. And there's this kid who holds the secret perhaps um, to unlocking... These giant robots and these two stories are going to coalesce at some stage. Yeah, I, I did a lot and of reading this week, uh, but
2: I didn't get to this one yet. But I really want to read this. So. Yeah,
0: no, look, it's—I gotta say—it's probably my biggest recommend for the week. Mm, I'd say it's yeah. the best Jeff Lemire book this week. Yeah. <laughs> so, is that to say that you weren't a huge fan of All New Hawkeye? No, I did like All New yeah. Hawkeye. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> did he had anything else out there? Was there a Justice League United out this week or something? It's literally didn't read? the
4: New Mad Fraction. <laughs> He is. He
0: yeah. is So he's taken over Fantastic Four soon, we guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we Fen just read a book
4: about sex from Jeff Lemire and we yeah, the yeah. sorted. Sex in Canada or something. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, he he's got uh Sorry, he got, do they have sex in Canada? <laughs> yeah. Uh I reckon they might. They uh, might, yeah. You know? Do well, they <laughs> import it? <laughs> they call it love making, <laughs> it's a, what, love making. What time is it? Well it's a boot love making time. Uh <laughs> Oh yeah! Um, all new Hawkeye number one is weird, particularly given that the final issue of Matt Fraction's run hasn't been released no. yet. Yeah. Number twenty-two doesn't come out yeah. until the end of this month. That's what but happens that is when you write new, too that is much. nothing
2: new in the Hawkeye world. No, though. we got issue sixteen <laughs> before
3: fifteen. <laughs>
0: So the release is a little bit, I, I really like, so there's obviously a gap between the end of that story. So obviously he makes it out okay mm. <laughs> the end of Fractions Run. Uh, I really like this story. I like. I love the art. I think and should I love start the calling
2: it Fractured Fraction. There
0: you go. Fractured Fractions. <laughs> that's, that's a new podcast. There you go. It's dedicated to- To, <laughs> to, to the to disjointed
2: nature of Matt <laughs> Fractions writing.
0: <laughs> well, he's he's released chronology. So I just want to bring this up on your iPad. I'm touching your iPad unsolicited. Here. <gasps> uh, Never touch a man's iPad. <laughs> but- I just love Dustin Nguyen's art. And there's two mm. very distinct styles in this book. He's got this kind of watercolour um, memory kind of uh, flashback sequences. Mm. And then there's something that looks a little bit closer to, to uh, David Aha's stuff um, in the current Hawkeye. I don't think there's a sort of reminiscent... Mm. Um, I do that- like the
2: panel that has all of the uh, Hydra people having lunch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're they're um. eating what looks like Hydra branded Pop-Tarts. <laughs>
0: Hydra Pop-Tarts, when no other Pop-Tart will do. <laughs> when, when the taste of evil must be in your mouth. <laughs> uh, so look, I, I, I think they're, they're two books that, that people are going to discover anyway. Um, but I, I really I, I really think, I, I, I like his take on Hawkeye. I like where it's going. I'm going to kind of miss the the, the downtrodden uh, um, bro,
3: you're <laughs> <Hey> bro, vote <laughs> bro
0: fighting the bros. Um, I'm going to miss that about Hawkeye because that was a magnificent run, and I think we should probably look at that as a run now that yeah. it's done. Well, when it's done completely <laughs> at the end <laughs> of this, month, when we get it's the last one, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think that's that's magnificent. But of course, speaking of the heavy hitters, uh, a second issue of uh, Nameless came out. Now, Grant Morrison, this is back in your wheelhouse, Dave. Yeah. I remember saying when the first issue came out that. Yeah. I loved it. Didn't understand a lot of yeah. it, and yeah. this is a much. I think, it,
4: I think it's still there. Still yeah, no, but this is a
0: much more straightforward yeah. issue in a lot of ways. I yeah. think, yeah. This so, what is, did you think yeah. about this? As a follow-up, it's amazing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's
4: everything you could possibly want from a Grant Morrison book. <laughs> On the moon. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. He's taking a more horror spin this time around, which I kind of yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. Um, He's just going nuts. He's just saying, you know, I don't think space has been done completely yet. Let's do it
0: completely. You know, yeah. that's like
4: that's what it is to me. And,
0: and it's, it's a real alien vibe to it. Like and there the was way... a character called John D. Yeah, so, yeah, shout out John D. So the reason to read this, John D. There you go. Is and the, John D. has been mentioned um, at
2: least three times contractually. So. Contractually, we've, we've there's nothing. There's nothing that.
0: better
4: than when Grant Morrison, one of my favorite writers, Has teamed up with one of the best artists again. And Chris Burnham has worked with Morrison for ages. Yeah, and uh, most probably uh, most significantly. I guess would be on Batman Incorporated like yeah. the, late, the later stuff and um, yeah the art is ma- just
0: as magnificent as the writing it's amazing yes. yeah. yeah and the thing I like about Burnham's art is there's a little bit of Frank Quietly in there as mm. well totally. there's, that, there's yeah. that continuity between Morrison's work with Quietly mm. and, and his work with Burnham and you kind of feel as though it's this this meta story that morrison's telling like it's just you know you, you, you just get the impression that like in 20 years time he's going to sit down and go right all of my stories have been connected yeah. mm-hmm. and he, here's the line through yeah. you know everything that i've ever written uh, is just been I one think, meta story i think threat. it's
2: called multiversity actually.
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it, it is magnificent and it is that they, they are you know. connected yeah, they are. Yeah. It's, it's all
4: connected. It's all we're connected. not going to get into that, as you guys made fun of me last week for.
3: But, <laughs> 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 but in this one hand. in the hand, <laughs>
0: <laughs> one in the hand is worth two in the bush. Let's let's face it. Uh, um, there's a couple well. of other well, look, there's a couple of other things that we'll mention before we move on. We really have to mention Jimmy Palmiotti's new book, mm. uh, which is the Big Con Job.
4: This was probably my favourite one of the whole week. Yeah, I look I, I, I yeah, might I really agree with you on that this. one. Yeah. Uh, it, was, uh, it was really well that, that and big man plans it was pretty. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I have I'm not yeah. red
2: con job, but big man plan. I mean, we got it, we got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
4: I think I liked um the con job more than any of the other yeah. ones. I don't know. It hit me in the right moment. The, the big con because job. Is, I just finished my Star Trek marathon yeah, yeah, yeah. of the next gen and everything. Well, for and those so, of you who don't
0: know what it's about, yeah. it's basically um these two or three washed up um uh, uh like sci-fi stars who appearing at cons and and they're not getting the signatures or the autographs or the fame that they, mm. they used to get and their life so one of their member kills themselves. Mm. Um and it's like they're all kind of wondering what they do next and they're offered an opportunity at the end of the first issue. The very which end, like, which the v- is important. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, this, this thing panel.
4: actually takes its time with building yes. up these
0: characters and the the
4: dialogue seems very real. Yeah. And um and and it was emotionally there, yeah. touching. And it's like quite a cool achievement in a comic book. And it's not like the usual Palmiotti like, gee hucks, you know, like yeah, the yeah, yeah. the what's the word for it? I guess hijinks. Yeah, like yeah. It, it's yeah, not yeah. Palmiotti like making a joke of all this. It's crazy. not Harley Connor uh, Harley uh, yeah. Conner. <laughs> <Harley laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not. Yeah, it's yeah, writing yeah, yeah, with Amanda yeah. Connor on Harley Quinn, yeah, yeah. which yeah. where
0: they did a convention yeah. episode yeah. Uh, issue. Yes. Yeah. and Something that like was that all, all very all, kind of yeah. tongue-in-cheek sort of thing. Yeah. This, this is like a serious, dramatic, like comic. Yeah, yeah. And it is really heart-wrenching. Like as I said, when one of the people kills themselves halfway through this episode issue, you kind of like. it Really hits you, and you've yeah. only known that character for the first fifteen pages. Mm. But can you imagine if, uh, after, uh, you know, it's like the first ten minutes of Up, in a lot mm. of ways, mm. you know, yeah. if the old man had died, killed himself at the end of the first <laughs> ten minutes of Up, you know. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and it's been this empty basket on balloons. <laughs> <laughs> it,
0: was, it was Pixar's bleakest short ever. It's that lamp like
3: bum, 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 bum.
4: Oh, shit.
0: But, look, no, I really, really recommend this.
4: Woody just pulls his string out and ties it around his neck.
0: <laughs> well, they said they're going to take uh, Toy Story 4 in a very different direction. So. <laughs> <laughs> Look, uh, I'll quickly mention a couple of the other Maybe books. That'll came be the out. first can time. Man, can we mention Sorry. Big Man
2: Plan? Very Big Man yeah.
0: Plans. We oh, have yeah, to okay, talk about this. On. Is this is Eric Powell, the guy who did the Goon. Mm. Um, and uh, he's, he's written a few things at the moment, and it's about let's uh, like it's about a little person, mm-hmm. uh, a man of small stature, a man of small stature <laughs> uh, who struggled his whole life, and then also has been trained in black ops.
3: <laughs> 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 well, he tries to join the
2: army. They refuse him, and then some guy comes along and says, "We're completely off-the-books, yeah, special mission yeah. to go into the tunnels of the Viet Cong. Do you want to be part of it?" And he goes, "Yes." He goes, "Good. Now I don't have to kill, kill you." you. <laughs>
0: Eric Powell's art is off the chain. Oh, man. It is such
2: chain. a good book. This book is rough around the I'm going to
0: say, yeah, it's off the chain. There's particularly, anything when he comes back from war and he's basically screwing and yeah, boozing okay, around, yeah. and then he beats the crap out of this guy. Like the the, the guy's girlfriend, the girlfriend's um, uh, so the, the girl he's screwing, the boyfriend comes back and he beats the crap out of him, and then he's standing there <laughs> naked from the waist down. <laughs> so if you ever wanted to see a badass half-naked midget in a comic. Yeah. This is your comic And, and, and who doesn't I mean, want to see that I mean, he, I mean come on He's yeah. hung yeah. man. <laughs> <laughs> he could
2: beat somebody to death With that thing
0: yeah. We didn't It was off panel So maybe he did <laughs> This
2: was a good book this is, this I, I is enjoyed this is book This is funny
0: But it's also touching Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. It's, 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 really, it's uh, brutal yeah. though Be yeah, prepared for it It's, it's, good, it's yeah. brutal it's, Yeah it's awesome Yeah so I look It kind of reminds me A bit of like Garth Ennis's kind of stuff And it's only going
4: to be Four issues Which is awesome It's not going to like Die out or dry Yeah just in and out, It's going to be just awesome. Did yeah. you guys
2: get a chance to read Black Cross? I did. No. I did. What did you think of it? It uh, left me cold. Yeah, it me so. cold. Because it starts really strong first panel, first page. First couple of pages. And you sit and go, what's going to happen? Yeah, the and then, couple,
0: there's no dialogue in no. the first couple of pages. and then it just yeah. goes,
2: what? And, and let me just say, can I just stay for the record, I find it really amusing that at the back of the end of the book, they have a bonus, which is for uh, you know the digital copy of it, they have digital bonus, which shows you the, the opening panels without dialogue but the opening panels didn't have <laughs> like anyway. So I was like, what was the point in that? But uh, I found that then you had 20 pages or something like that of a book, which there's basically a, a man feeling sorry for himself because he's in witness protection. Yeah. And then they go, we want to go show you something, which is the scene from the very beginning of the book. And they go, well, how about that? And that's the end of
0: the book. And you go, yeah. hang because on. The I opening, feel like we missed something here. The opening <laughs> couple of pages are like beautiful visual storytelling. Yeah. It's It's a man dousing himself with uh, petrol. petrol, using a flare, setting himself on fire, saying, I don't <laughs> want to do this, and then walking into water. And you don't know what the story is behind that. And
2: then when they get back to it on the last panel, there's the burning lake.
0: Yeah, they're like, oh, well, how, oh, well well,
2: how about that?
0: <laughs> so, look, you know, I, I like Warren Ellis's writing. Like, so you do know, I. this is But this is, I don't know, this doesn't feel like him. But this is a first issue, so we've got to... But you know, what I
2: always feel about a first issue is a first issue has to drag you in. It has to make you want to come back.
0: There is enough there to make me want to come back.
2: I'm not sure if there is for me. But it's actually in, but, it's interesting, but I'm not sure if it's, if it's gripping yeah. enough. The other one that I thought was a little bit disappointing, considering the pedigree that it's yeah. coming from, was Princess Leia. Um, because yeah. because we started so strong with Star Wars, two issues, so strong with Darth Vader, two issues, and then we come to this one, and you sit there and go, you didn't quite get there because they fundamentally changed the character rather than played with what they had. Yeah. So for some reason in this book, we've established that Leia is now uh, an ice queen who everybody doesn't like. She's being coddled, and they won't give her anything to do because they're worried about her. Yeah. And I sit go, That's not the strong Princess Leah that we are. And most people with. are
0: kind of going, Well, she's not sad enough about all yeah. What's going on? There? And everybody seems to be yeah. bad
2: mouthing her behind her back. And, and it's there's like,
0: this one character who kind of is being sort of slightly deferential to her and then slightly, you know, it's going, Oh, can I I don't want to say anything, I don't want to offend you, Princess. And, and I really you know, admire
2: the royals, but <laughs> But
0: But basically middle finger. Yeah. You know, so I was a bit uh, disappointed
2: with this considering how strong the other four issues of this ongoing I
0: don't feel as though they've found Leia's voice in this one as clearly because I think the great thing about the Aaron Cassidy Star Wars mm. um, was that uh, their voices were so strong and yeah. so consistent with the movie. Yeah, yeah. I think Dave's got a different opinion on mm. this one, but... As much as I love Mark Wade and the Terry the the Dodsons uh, Terry and Rachel Dodson's art is beautiful. No, the art's beautiful. The um, art is beautiful
2: consistently across. And all also
0: Geordie Bellair on yeah. colours, so it's, it looks gorgeous and lush. Mm-hmm. And look, now the, the story itself is interesting, and I like where and I like where it ends on a cliffhanger, and it's taking us into kind of uh, cliffhanger Last territory. Last five
2: pages is better than the rest of the book. Yeah, yeah. That's mm-hmm. true. From when they but leave it's, uh, Yavin, it's actually yeah,
0: there. yeah. So this actually picks up at a different point to the other ones. Uh, the other ones sort of pick up after. Um, uh, immediately, well, they, they, it does pick up immediately but after. This is right of his. This, right this, this literally is ceremony. the mm. first scene. Yeah, it's the closing ceremony from New yeah, Hope directly. Cool. So, you, tell us. Yeah,
4: I love this book. I I didn't <laughs> see any of the problems that, that you guys have with it whatsoever. Okay. Yeah, um, I think that that Leia is is not really represented correctly by you guys, though. <laughs> I, I think that what we're really looking at here is two rebel jocks. Yeah, and um, and the general, I guess, the yeah. admiral. That's free people. It's like. I think, it, I think what Wade's trying to show here is that, you know, that the princess does have a poor view um, from certain people that are below her. From a certain point of view. From a certain point of view. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I think, I think, that's, I think that's, the, that's the long game that Mark yeah. Wade's playing, I think, is to showcase how um, women in these positions of power are looked upon by idiotic people. Yeah, no maybe And, and I, think, yeah. I think I think I think that was the purpose for it. I, I don't think it was the other way around.
0: Okay. No, yeah. no, fair
4: enough. But I know that's just how I read it. I didn't I didn't read it the other way, and so I I could be wrong. Yeah, I know, uh, it, 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 it was it, jarring yeah. to
0: me, but I might reread it with that in mind. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because uh I, I mean I want to read all these Star Wars and, um, books that are coming out.
4: And also I'm a little bit biased too, because I love Mark Wade, yeah. That's yeah. one thing. But I'm a massive, massive Terry Dodson fan. Yeah.
2: Huge. Oh the art is was like, not a problem. He is
4: like one of my favourite. Artists in comic books. I've got.
0: Ever. I'll Earth have to. i like have to lend it to you. I've got this big art book uh, called Muse, oh, yeah. which is just very, very European kind of artwork. Yeah, I've yeah. actually been yeah. looking yeah. for a copy yeah.
2: of that. You've got that. I got
0: that. I actually got it. We were talking about the free comic book sales. the yeah, yeah. uh, Comic book day sales. I got it in a free. I've comic been book looking sale for a copy of that book for ages. About three bring or four years in. ago. I will. Next time, I'll yeah, bring, bring it to you. Bring into studio. In. I'd like to have a look at it. Yeah, yeah I, I
4: thought I yeah. thought they captured Leia's voice perfectly fine because I don't. I don't think that that yet. Layer is the layer that we know. I think Layer is is the layer from. Star Wars, yeah, not not from. I'm not going to say a new hope. Yeah, because but no, no, no. you know no. we don't say no, a no, new no, no. Star Wars, but that's that. But that this layer. is this is this is the kind of thing is that that layer is only, If you look at the Star Wars movie, Leia's is only not Leia's is not seen that way by the people of the rebellion. We only see layer that way through that movie, through um. Yeah, that's true. Through true. the principles. Yeah, through know, and, and so when she returns from, from that after Alderaan being blown up and after that adventure, it's only really been a day in the life of, mm. of Princess Leia that Death Star blowing up, but she's still had a life on Alderaan and, um, and a life as part of this rebellion. It's true. And so I think that Wade's adding things to Leia that makes sense to me. Okay, I think, and and they're going to build Leia through into who she is at the beginning of Empire. How she's more of a leader because that's an interesting you know. story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause by the time she gets
0: to the start of Empire, mm. she's kind of running around, um, Hoth, kind of commanding yeah. people, and and, and this yeah, is why so. we have
2: discussions because I now want to go back and reread it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, all right, let's do it, Dave. Let's do it, and we'll come back next week and see if our, our opinions. are Well, certainly by issue two. Mm. We we'll talk about that. Yeah, absolutely. But if we're Could talking I also
4: just make a quick note as well that I think every Star Wars book they've done so far has hit it for me. Yeah. Like look they've all absolutely th- hit it. It's amazing. Uh well up yeah. until
2: this one I thought that w- I agreed with you. I thought this yeah. one was a stumble. But I'm gonna reread it now with that in perspective. Okay. Yeah. Um what I might actually do this week is I might re watch Star Wars and then redo it. I ah. uh, just actually
0: have Any a Any excuse at to it. watch it again? I'll well, just yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: Um and you know, I happen to have the original edits, so Ooh. I'll watch that. <coughs> so <laughs> okay, so the
0: other female led book that came out this week was Spider Woman number five. Now this is the one that were on the cover it's proudly proclaiming new costume, new status quo.
2: Um, <laughs> can, I, can I state for the record that yes. I was wrong? Okay. Uh, when we <laughs> <laughs>
0: end of discussion. End of discussion. <laughs>
2: when I saw that they were changing the costume and I saw the cover art for it, I went, This is gonna be garbage. They are mm. backgirling. Uh, Spider-Woman
0: and we should say for those of you who kept, who have asked us what, what does Batgirling mean because yep. we've said it a few times oh, yeah. it's what they did to, to DC did to Batgirl halfway through the run changed it from a book about a, uh, effectively an adult Barbara Gordon to a to kind a, of oh my god yeah to a to, very to a very, <laughs> to a very uh, totes amazeballs totes balls kind of lol you know, I still have
4: not read these Batgirl issues and then yeah. what my impression of it is amazing yeah. Black, <laughs> Black, just Black wanna Canary's wanna a it.
0: rock star all of a sudden and, oh Grunge you know, star though. Grunge star yeah, yeah yeah, sorry, yeah. and um, but they're all on Tinder constantly, you know. <coughs> or the
2: Tinder clone. Yeah. What is really interesting about this Spider-Woman is there's the cover art, there's the new costume, and I go, ugh. And I go, I'm going walk- to have to read How did it. you go? Ugh. Okay. I went, I went. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then I, I looked at it and I go, okay, I've got to read this. But I'm a big fan of Jessica Drew, a big fan of Spider-Woman. I turn the cover open Mm -hmm. and the artwork is completely different and the artwork is this really really good artwork it is very classic Jessica Drew they haven't changed her character at all they've just changed the costume and they've taken, she keeps saying, I just don't want to be involved in all this cosmic garbage anymore. She doesn't yeah. want to be involved in like G- Since I was and, born, yeah. I was,
0: I was either, you know, shield
2: agent or Hydro agent. Yeah. She And she actually says, I want to be street level. I want to help
0: people. So when she's actually out doing spider mans type stuff. Yeah. And like, you know, she said, like, you know, I've just been off in an intergalactic, in, in, in a multiversal war for the last couple of years, uh, for the last couple of months or whatever it was, weeks. Um, and she's like yes we want to get back, back to basics and this is what they see it's this is a back to basics this would have been issue 1
2: and what i you know? love about this issue is i love the fact that she keeps messing up she, yeah. <laughs> she keeps property damage or she interferes with that police operation yeah, on. Yeah, yeah yeah and it's like oh whoops my bad <laughs> <laughs>
0: No, I, I really love this book. I, I'm I'm in completely for all spider books at this moment. And this is, after Spider Verse. This totally. is a great book. Yeah. I,
2: I think my and even now looking at it with better artwork, the, even the costume doesn't bother me so much. The biggest issue I think, and I think what really kinda doesn't do it for me is the sunglasses, the kind of sixties style sunglasses. Yeah. If they got rid of those, I think I'd be in on the costume. I I I just don't know if they needed to change the costume. The book is exactly the same.
0: It's actually funny because what they've done with the the costume is kind of like what they've done with Batgirl. They've made it very utilitarian. Yeah, they've got yeah. sort of button down, um, sort of uh, sort of flak jacket kind of thing, mm. you know, and it all all that kind of uh, sort of very utilitarian sort of. Uh, I feel like this you know, is a
2: massive backlash to
0: Mila Minara's cover. Yeah. Absolutely, it is. It's a very knee jerk reaction. It's to a knee jerk reaction that yeah. everybody
2: went. Oh my god, look at her! She's like she's had her costume spray painted on, and they went fix it.
0: We've, yeah, there's a, yep, that's the costume we've had for the last 30 years. We better change, change it, it, you yeah. know, and it might change back, but. I, I don't, look, I, I'm not a huge fan of the costume just from a design point of view. But I, I don't think the changing of it has affected the story quality in any what way. What they have done yeah.
2: though is they've completely made her screen ready. So yeah. she, could, she could hit the, the movies now. If she oh yeah, yeah. I mean, um, anything's possible now. Anything's yeah. possible. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I really love the book. I thought the book was actually a lot of fun.
0: Okay, we got, we, we're going to move on because we, we're about half an hour into this thing. Um, let us, oh, we're going to talk about Saga before. Do we, we go. really um, need to talk about this? Yeah. A new issue of Saga <laughs> came out. It was yeah. great <laughs> cool. The thing is If you're not up to date With Saga this one <laughs> did, 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 I'm so, done with it One of you said I think it was you You said you'd kill yourself If there was a bad <laughs> issue of Saga So uh, <laughs> uh, No look Magnificent And the, the bombshell At the end of this About where Marco's Ended up mm. By the end of this issue yeah. Is is phenomenal Not going to spoil it For those of you Because I know a lot of you Trade weight with Saga And I can't Because I need my Saga fix every I buy
2: month. the trades When they come out yeah.
0: But yeah. I have no, to see I, it I read, it. I, read yeah. it I have to read it
2: digitally yeah. And then I buy the trades There's
0: three so. months Tried to, not, I tried yeah. to trade, weight <laughs> It's yeah. impossible. Those three months where it's not out is just it's just torture. That's when you reread like, the trades yeah. over and over and over again. Until- and that 18-issue that deluxe edition is beautiful book <laughs> it is an amazing book but now look uh we won't get into spoilers because it's the one book we we hate spoiling because like why the last man every every issue Can is kind of the a treasure trove mm. is, am- is amazing the dragon sequence in the previous one and in this one yeah, yeah and what mm. they the do the
2: conclusion to the dragon oh, sequence is amazing yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> just, look, I mean, minor spoilers. Like, have you tried talking to them? Yeah. <laughs> it's <just kind> of <laughs> love it. Absolutely love it. We'll talk about TV very quickly because uh, there was no Arrow this week. There was no Flash this week uh, because...
1: I've been watching you. La, ah, la, 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 long. Ah, la, 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 long, 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 long. Agents uh, of
0: Shield, baby. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> humans, Like, that's long and story short. It. And they actually said, you know, what's happened to your body is... In human. human. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um yeah, so that that was really, really amazing. And an interesting
2: an interesting without spoiling it, an interesting move by Fitz. Yeah. Which I didn't see coming. So I thought that was very interesting.
0: You know, F- Fitz has become a really fascinating character since because Since the brain yeah.
2: damage, he's become this really fascinating character because he's struggling. To find himself.
0: And just to express himself. Yeah. And, and then he
2: goes off and does something that is so out of character yes. for him uh, this week, which I thought was this is intriguing. Yeah. I'd like to know where this is going. And what the hell's going on with Mockingbird and uh, what's his name? The, the, oh, the um, um,
0: uh, with Mac, is it? Mac, Mac yeah, yeah, Mac,
2: yeah. What the hell's going on? They've got
0: something going on on the side and we don't know what it is. And it's yeah. like, yeah, we've got our project that we're working on. And mm-hmm. so that's building up to something. So that's mm-hmm. really interesting. Um, look, there's there's so many threads, and you can start to see that they're building towards the next phase of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Because they've got the Inhumans now, they've got Shield is on. Uh, the sort of Shield is now positioned that they're on the upswing again. Well, so Shield might be the
2: sequence with the heads of Hydra was
0: yeah brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Because like you know, uh, minor spoilers, also before the break. So we, two weeks is our spoiler yep. territory. Before the break, a major. Um, character in the hydra camp was killed off mm-hmm. uh and so uh, i'm doing spoilers without doing spoilers uh a major, a major character in the hydra because i know dave hasn't watched it yet mm-hmm. um
2: but that ma- has led to this and that has led week. to this
0: new status quo which is amazing and it, 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 and you start to see how this could start leading into age of ultron again and it could start leading leading into the, uh, Humans the next movie, movie. Uh, civil war you can see it it's what it's what you want in that symbiotic relationship between... Well, it's what the series was
2: meant to be. It was meant to be the fillers in between the movies. And when it first started, it wasn't. Yes. And now, suddenly we're going, now we see where it's all interlinking. You know? Yeah. It's all connected, people. And apparently, Jamie Alexander is going to be in it again soon. Next week, apparently. Next week, week she'll be back. Yeah. Uh
0: So, really enjoyed that. Um, And I think next week as well... Everything else is back, Arrow, Flash, whatnot. We'll be doing uh, – we probably won't cover those next week because well, some of them we will. Um, our live show is next week. So the books that are out next week, and we won't cover all of these, but we'll have some of them uh, ready to roll. Um, Ryan Lindsay, uh, who I had a drink with on Friday night, <laughs> has actually got Headspace number seven coming out this week. If you're not reading this book on Monkey Brain, go and get it right now. And the trade comes out through IDW very short, like this month, um, the first six issues of Headspace. It is a great, it's basically about a killer in a small town – Uh, Sorry, it's about a small town who realizes that the entire town is inside the mind of a killer. So uh, it's a a really interesting concept and I I really like the way he's doing it in the arts off the hook. Um, Bill and Ted's most triumphant return comes out next week it's a third Bill and Ted story in comic book form <laughs> <laughs> outstanding is that because, because yeah. with
1: uh,
2: Escape from New York and Big Trouble in Little China that works so well
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm curious about it. I've always got a soft spot for Bill and Ted yeah, uh, Postal number two comes out next week and I know you love this one though. I love this book this is one basically uh, an Asperger's hero yeah, so we're I looking love this forward book. to that Becky Clunan's new book is out next week Southern Cross really looking forward to that one um, Brian Wood is doing the Revamp Spawn Resurrection number one that comes I'm out next week so I'm that. curious about that one I was one. never
2: a huge Spawn fan no. but I'm curious
0: uh, Surface number one comes out the new Amazing Spider-Man number 16 comes out so this is your post Spider-Verse yep, stuff yep. as well as an Amazing Spider-Man special How Are the Duck number one comes out next <laughs> yes! week this is Chip Zdalski's How Are the Duck it's going to be amazing <laughs> I will. Um, (laughs) uh, Star Wars number three, Spider-Gwen number two, Hellbreak number one. That's Cullen Bunn's new book. And Ninjak, which is the new Valiant book, also written by Matt uh, Matt Kint. Uh, who's doing who did the, the last Valiant book I think it was when we did the last live show mm-hmm. he had a, a Valiant book out so it's nice of him to bring out a Valiant book every time we do a live show that's true I, I feel um, that's lovely of him but can,
2: can I just say though that everything you just said there all I heard was blah 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 because I heard Howard the Duck the <laughs> Howard the Duck, yeah so we'll read
0: one <laughs> book next week unfortunately we probably won't cover it next week because we may not have it in time no, for our live no. show because we're recording it we'll cover we'll it on the next studio show yes absolutely so uh, but until then let's have some news headlines Brian Michael Bendis and Mike Deodato will launch a new comic series during the Secret Wars Battle World event called Guardians of Nowhere featuring the ragtag team inside a, wait for it, giant celestial head.
2: Comics newcomers Jeff Loveness and artist Brian Kissinger will expand the Marvel Cosmic Universe in July with a new ongoing series for Groot.
0: I am Groot. Uh, director James Mangold confirms that a third Wolverine film or eighth depending on your point of view uh, will begin shooting early next year. The Saturn Awards have nominated
2: Captain America, The Winter Soldier 11 times, and Guardians of the Galaxy 9 times. Agent Carter, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Arrow, Constantine, The Flash, and Gotham are all competing for Best Superhero Adaptation Television Series.
0: Guardians of the Galaxy has been nominated for seven movie of the uh, sorry seven MTV awards as well, including Movie of the Year, Best Shirtless Performance by Chris Pratt, <laughs> and Best Musical Moment for Chris Pratt. <laughs>
2: Gotham will add Chris Pratt. No, Gotham. <laughs> Gotham will add Chris Chalk to the series as the reoccurring character Lucius Fox, pulling deeper from the Batman mythos
0: finally Marvel released yet an, or Dave Longo's about to leave the room because um, <laughs> uh, he doesn't he, have to leave the room he, doesn't have to leave he the just the has room. to walk over there because yeah. he can't hear it because <laughs> <laughs> there's yet another trailer out for the upcoming indie darling we'll probably get to see some time uh, we'll probably go and see it at some stage uh, it's time for another one of our patented trailer commentaries patent pending for take it Dave oh
3: Marvel
0: that sound you heard was Dave leaving the room
3: Alright. Okay, so
0: mountains.
2: House. I was designed to save the world. Oh.
0: See, so we get more of Ultron's um, motivation and backstory here.
2: Mm, I wonder what that statue's all about. And I, I wonder who that redhead is. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's all we know. The whole plot revolves yeah. around. He looks so damn good. Ultron looks so badass. There's only one. Okay, so there will be explosions in this film. Mm. I want to reassure listeners of that.
2: Yep, yep. I mean, whatever building that is, it He's doesn't gone. exist anymore. Yeah. Oh, oh Avengers Tower! tower! Oh. Woo. <laughs>
0: what is the building here?
1: But I created something
0: Tony terrible. Stark's alarm clock dildo. More Ultron. We've seen that clip before. Yeah.
2: Sick of watching. People pay for our mistakes. Uh, does this mean people die at his hands? Is
0: this I guess Cars so. Oh, oh, this is, the is there was a little bit of that clip we saw that was leaked. Uh, yeah, The yeah, 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 two of them yeah, 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 talking yeah, yeah. at the farm. <laughs> and yeah. we've amazingly failed. failed yeah. <laughs> A lot more humour in this. Yeah. Oh, oh amazing shot. shot. So that's the equivalent Chimani of the circle shot, shot in yeah, the first one. Yeah, yeah. A lot more humour in this trailer, by the way. Yeah, which is like coming up with oh, the... Oh, uh, orb stick thing.
1: The Scarlet Johansson line coming world. up. Yeah. so stand and
2: fight. No way we all get through this. I got no plans tomorrow night. <laughs> yeah, on your cap. And <laughs> this oh, part. Picking up after you, boys. We can tear them. And the Hulkbuster, there it oh, is. Oh, that's
0: magnificent. Is he, uh, oh, Quicksilver? Yeah. And Scarlet, Scarlet Witch Witch. playing with her mind. Yeah. Oh my god, look at the Ultrons. Badass. Ah, 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 that's a brilliant line. I love the... Uh, Mockingbird sort of things. Oh, another circle shot. Yeah, uh, I think I'll go and see that. I get
2: goosebumps every yeah. time I see this trailer. And that. <gasps> Vision! So we've had a lot of people on Facebook asking, asking who the face is at the end, p- yeah. people who don't read comic books. And of course, that is Vision. We're finally getting a shot of Vision yeah. because Vision has been kept really under wraps for this. It's,
0: it's interesting that I, I wonder what they're doing because they're very deliberately kept the vision out of everything mm, that they're doing. The, uh, and I wonder him, what the motivation for that you've is. You've only
2: seen him in Silhouette Against the Sun. We saw that one piece of concept art that came out.
0: Well, he's way um, in the background.
2: Yeah, well, no, the one where they showed his full body, but it wasn't finished. It oh, was that the, one, yeah, An yeah, early yeah. piece of concept so art. You
0: still only see his face, effectively. We yes. haven't really seen what he can do. And you can see his eyes are kind of these bionic eyes. And I think
2: trail. Nicholas was the one who actually pointed out to me the other day that uh, we may have another Infinity Stone, because this could be the Soul Stone on oh, his forehead. Oh, his <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, well,
0: Speaking of Infinity Stones, we saw in that the... The Mind gem, gem, in the scepter yeah. again. Dave, yeah. you can come back in. Yeah. We're, we're ready to roll. <laughs> um, um, so, yeah, so we've
2: got the Mind Gem playing up again. There is a possibility that it's the Soul st- the Soul Gem or the Soul Stone that's actually in his forehead. Um, it, in the comic books, it wasn't. In the comics, it was just a solar receiver because he's solar-powered. Um, yeah, yeah, but yeah. But, yeah. Um, yeah, they could play with that.
0: Because mm, he gets a government rebate because he's, <laughs> he's solar-powered. <laughs> He's the- and Tony
2: is trying to be green.
0: You know? <laughs> he did do that water thing in the in the first Avengers <laughs> film. So now he's just doing solar powered robots. It's my. That's what I figure is happening here. I'd like
2: to point out that we actually got through the news headlines as well uh, without stumbling, considering we hadn't done any pre-rehearsal. Maybe that's the
0: key: we just don't rehearse the news headlines. And you had and a we... typo
2: in there, and I managed to get past it yeah, without reading. There's right? always a typo. We just break other, the, break other break piece the, of the news, internet every week. <laughs> the other piece of news that didn't make this headlines that we should talk about very quickly is oh, the that Supergirl costume. The Supergirl costume mm. was
0: revealed. So Melissa Benoist's uh, new Supergirl costume came out. It's also designed by Colleen Atwood, Correct. Uh, who, apart from winning Academy Awards for things like Memoirs of Geisha and um, oh, she's been around for years. years and years and years. So she's a three time Academy Award winner yeah. for costume, but she's also did, she also did um, Arrow and the Flashes costumes Flashes. as well. So uh, amazing stuff. So she's done a very classic. I think, uh, Supergirl costume. It actually
2: looks very much like some uh, conceptual Supergirl costumes that I have seen by digital artists online who over the last few years have been playing around with the idea of textures and what have you and she actually seems to have borrowed a lot from some of those like the leatherish looking skirt and stuff like that. Um, I think it is actually a really good costume. It's a good classic costume. My Mm. only complaint would be that they've taken the yellow out from behind the S again which I don't know why DC keeps doing this. They did this for Man of Steel. Because yellow is the color of fear. But the funny thing is (laughs) (laughs) uh, what's funny is that With Man of Steel, all the first shots, and I've still got that original first poster that came out, has Mm. no yellow behind the S. When the film finally came out, they did add the yellow behind the plate. I think because a lot of people said, what the hell are you doing? Mm. Um, That is the Superman logo. Let's get used to the fact that that's the Superman logo. you know, And it's it's lasted for 75 years or something like that. We've had a few
0: comments on this on our Facebook pages. We Mm. had... um, Uh, Ross McLeod saying, I like this. Uh, Damien McCarthy offers an interesting opinion. He says, the costume looks dated. Uh, Not a fan at all. Plus, is she a ginger? Not cool. Now, first of all, ginger's cool man. Ginger's not cool, but she is blonde. She's blonde, but she's actually a brunette. Uh, yeah, so she's actually when she's, so she's, actually a, she's, when she's uh, had the dye
2: job done, it is a dark blonde. I, I mean, think
0: like you. we've only seen one still of her, but she looks like a classic Supergirl to me. Yeah, like,
2: and uh, you know what? This whole thing about being dated. You know what? There is something about the classics.
0: Look, you know the, 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 the Supergirl costumes <laughs> oh, in the comics. Dated. Years, come <laughs> <on>. yeah, right. <laughs> the <laughs> Supergirl costumes in the comics have all been midriffs and really short skirts, and this kind of gives you something that feels like a like an adult costume, but it's also classic, and it, I think it'll read really well on screen. Um, someone who disagrees with us is our friend Jeff Witham uh, who They're actually Banned for life no, banned, no, no, no. <laughs> no we're kidding um, He actually said that uh, And I'm just bringing up his comment now He said I think uh, She looks like a cosplayer Which I don't think is a bad thing um, I also disagree but uh, yeah. He said I don't think this will translate well To film better chance With Power Girl on her window See I disagree I, I think that the Power Girl window boob We're talking about her boob window I love um, Power
2: Girl But I don't think that costume That, would that costume ever would ever to
0: translate screen. to screen And people would just jump on that Immediately An interesting flip opinion to this Is our friend Mary Amber um who was on the show uh when well, sorry like on was
4: Maybe Harrison Ford pulled that up on his iPhone. He was was looking at it and has crashed his plane. I love it. Uh, Mary Amber says uh, she's literally a Star Wars image on your computer. I think
0: Mary says, She's literally my new idol, looks amazing. I can't wait. Lots of exclamation marks and a smiley face.
4: I was talking to
2: a friend of mine at work who is into cosplay, Mm. and I said to her, I just held the picture out to her and I said, What do you think? The hot new cosplay item for the next year? And she went, Absolutely. So it's not that it looks like it's a cosplay out, but there are going to be, everybody's going to want to wear that costume. I think yeah. it is a good classic Supergirl costume. My only complaints are that the yellow has been removed from the S, and I think, you know what, DC, get over the serious side of it. Why does everything it, have to be so does, muted in it, color? Superheroes
0: a serious business, David. I just brightened up a bit, you know? No, 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 they should not be. Yes, they should. Well, she's going to cross over into the uh, I Arrow love how everyone, universe. Everyone
4: then. thinks yeah. they can do better than a free time I know. Academy Award, Award winner. winner. Yeah, <laughs> doesn't so make her <laughs> perfect. The thing
0: is, <laughs> is, when these we see one still shot, the <laughs> we see one still shot of these, and then we get we actually see it on screen. And it's like no one's complained about the Flash's outfit once it's been on screen. No and one's complained about Arrow's outfit on screen.
2: Everything yeah. looks very different under yeah. theatre lighting and, you know, yeah. and everything
0: else. I think else. she
4: looks great. I think she looks great. Yeah. You yeah. know, it and it's awesome. like, she, she looks I think, good. I think there's a deep-seated undercurrent of misogyny going on yes, here. I yes, here. I there <laughs> is. It's, it's like, maybe she's just not feeling it right enough and for a lot of you people. And do you know what? Unfortunately. What I think is funny is one you know? of the comments <laughs> yeah.
2: on Facebook was, True. one of the comments on Facebook was to have a picture of that David E. Kelly Wonder Woman costume. It said, it's terrible when it makes this look good. No, it doesn't. Mm. That no. David E. Kelly Wonder Woman costume was terrible. Yeah. And this that looked like cosplay. Yeah. You mm. know, that was vinyl and shiny. This is and crusty. originally
4: they cast Jason Momoa, so like we should be <laughs> happy. <laughs>
2: The thing is, though, like you don't I gotta say, I like this better than the Aquaman shot.
0: Yeah. Yeah, but the thing is though, you, you look at that, and the first thing, even if you know nothing about comics, you look at that and go, oh, that's super girl. Cool. Yeah, cool. yeah. That's super And that's exactly what you want. That's what you want it to hmm. read as. Anyway, And I they think didn't it's... give her the
2: nappy of the new 52, so
0: things are good. <laughs> <laughs> the
4: nappy. The
0: nappy. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's time to move on to our very, very awesome kick-ass pick of the week.
1: Well, see how you like this is it, Batman? Whatever it is,
4: it's
0: it's awfully funny. (laughs) It's the pick of the week. Over 40 years ago, Duke McQueen saved the universe and became a hero. The problem is that nobody on Earth believed him. After his wife passes away and his children no longer visit him, Duke feels adrift. However, when he is suddenly whisked away
1: into space, an aged McQueen must once again strap on a ray gun and fight the evils of tyranny across the universe. Written by the marvelous Mark Millar, illustrated by the galvanizing Lauren Barlov. this is a thrilling adventure, the likes of which we have not seen since the days of Flash Gordon. Nothing like it has ever been attempted before.
0: All inspiring. This is the greatest of comic sensations. This is Starlight.
2: Apparently, our intro is by George the
3: Chipmunk.
0: (laughs) That was awesome. What do you mean he's by George the (laughs) Chipmunk? Uh, I actually took the, those some of those lines towards the end of the greatest comic sensations. Actually, the lines that were used at the end of the original uh, Flash Gordon, like the nineteen fifties right, right. or nineteen forties, nineteen fifties Republic serials. Because as I said mentioning before, I saw an interview with Mark Millar where he was talking about the Republic serials, which inspired by. While we're here, I'm going to quickly play uh, a clip from that because just to give you an idea of the flavour of the type of thing that we're talking about, if you've never seen them,
1: rocket ship, a rocket ship, yeah. Some fool trying to fight him hard. Stop. Stay where you are. I'm sorry if we're intruding. Parachutes are in particular where they set you down. Who are you? Well, I didn't have time to drop a calling card. This is Miss... Uh, Dale Arden. Nice name. And I'm Flash Gordon. Gordon? Gordon. Professor Gordon's son. Yeah, that's right. And that rocket ship makes you Dr. Zarkov. Yes. Your father sent you here to stop me. Stop you for what? My friend, the Earth is doomed to destruction.
0: I wonder how that turns out. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think the Earth survives?
4: Gordon! Gordon, <laughs> yes that's
0: right <laughs> uh, to look, the moon <laughs> i love all that stuff flash too Flash
2: Gordon was a bit of a punt was <laughs> it? <laughs> it was like a
0: lot of us like <laughs> our generation we're more familiar with flash gordon because of uh the Good 1980s film which uh, <laughs> which we will play but don't worry don't worry there's, there's gonna be some more of the 80s flash gordon before this thing's done but look this isn't flash gordon this is this is starlight but duke mcqueen is a very flash gordon-esque character um he's gone off and he saved the 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 universe he saved this planet when he was uh, so
2: he was the savior of the universe, universe. <laughs> He
0: saved every one of us Yeah Yeah
2: I think I think what's what's really cool I think what's really cool about this book and Duke is the fact that yes it it is effectively the Duke character is Flash Gordon and the the design is very Flash Gordon and you know mm. there's a lot to it But what I love about Mark Millar in the sense is he went no 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 we're not going to do just Flash Gordon so what we're going to do is we're going to pick up years later after he's been on earth and nobody believes him. Yeah. And he's, his children think he's an idiot, you know. And he's just grown old, and he's lost his wife, and he's mm. just kind of full of self doubt. And, and and we get, our adventure starts actually at the end of issue one. Yeah, and yeah. I love that. I love the fact that it's like, yeah, he's an old man now, but mm. there's still some fight in him. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah.
0: And it's funny there was there because was, there, there was talk of a movie adaptation of this, and they, they would talk the, the comparison they made was Flash Gordon meets The Dark Knight Returns, mm. Mm. and and it's not it doesn't have the cynicism of Frank Miller. In there, but it certainly has that that notion of uh, a, a former hero coming out of retirement. Because she's got a little bit of you know to quote to quote uh, the last Rocky film a little bit of junk left in the basement you know <laughs> um, and, so he's, and, not he's not greedy lazy not greedy lazy and I like that about it I like I like I like the track because I liked all those kind of Republicy serials I like that thing as you can yeah. tell you tell from the the intro that I did for this I love doing those old oh, radio voices I love doing it you know and and I and I think that that as the basis for that as the stuff that sits behind all of this mm, mm. is a really, really interesting jumping on point. But as you say, it becomes far more interesting when you go past the happy ever after to where it gets sad. It gets really sad. Mm. It's
2: what Steven Spielberg attempted to do, and I know this is going to crap on a lot of people's childhoods and they're all going to yell at me, but it's what Steven Spielberg attempted to do with Hook. The idea of taking mm, yeah. that classic fairy tale and saying, now years later, he's all grown up, what happens? Yeah, you know? He's a lawyer. Now, I don't, th- <laughs> I don't think Spiel- Spielberg was particularly successful in what no. he did. I think so there's elements of that film and we're not going to get into reviewing that Probably film. Probably
4: Spielberg doesn't think so
2: either. No, and I, yeah, yeah, the thing is, that film I don't think is, stands as one of his greatest films, but no. this is the same basic idea. The idea of taking the fairy tale and then saying, real life got in the way and now... Now that he's an old man who's actually got cholesterol problems
0: and, yeah. and everything else, he's got. A, he's got. A, he, I love it when he's actually finally whisked away and whisked away on his adventure. Um, weapons, weapons, Ooh, Whip. <laughs> whip. Um, and when he's whisked away on this adventure, he he actually he's, he's checking. I've got my tablets. <laughs> I've got my my, high, my my blood pressure medicine. I've got all this sort of stuff. But going then through. once
2: yeah. the adventure kicks in, he becomes the badass again. Yeah. And one of the one of the beautiful things about this book is everybody keeps underestimating. Him. Yes, and because they all go, you're just an old man. And, yeah, but no, there is mo- as you say, there's more, there's more under the hood.
0: And, and we've seen this trope um, in, in a bunch of different things. We've, we've seen that, that idea of like it, we're things like things like Reds hmm. um, or, or uh, you know any, any of those movies where it's like someone's coming out of uh, retirement for one last job, mm. you know, kind of thing. And we've seen that trope so many times. But what I love about what um, Mark Millar's done in this book is that it's it's done with this that same sense. And I'm glad you mentioned Spielberg because it's done with that same sense of awe, you know? Yeah, yeah absolutely. And, yeah, and that's, that's I think, the difference between this book and some of those other more cynical kind of things or anything like, you know, the Expendable series, hmm. you know, where there's a certain cynicism to it. As fun as they are, there's a cynicism to those things. This is purely, like, joyful this is adventure.
2: unadulterated fun, you yeah. know? And it's like they, you sit there and go... Yes, it's violent in places, but it's not gruesome. Yes, it's, it's kind of adult in places, but it's never too much that mm. a teenager couldn't read it. This book is just one of those wonderful all-round books. Mm. And I said it to you guys at Coffee before. I'm going to go out on a limb. As much as I like Kick-Ass, as much as I like Ultimates, as much as I like Civil War, this, to me, is my second favorite mm. Mark Millar book after, after Superior. Mm. And I think, I think <clears throat> once again, he proves to me, and, I mean, you know, if I ever get a chance to talk to him, We'll, I will actually ask him about this. I'm
0: working on that today. And I know you are.
2: But uh, if I ever get a chance to talk to him, I want to ask him about this because I think, and I think he may actually admit to this as well, he is most comfortable and he is most assured in short form.
0: It's interesting because he, he's made some recent comments where he was talking about civil war and about the hair-pulling mm. nature of trying to organise, even though you know he, his part of it was largely those seven issues, but he, because he was overseeing the event... He was coordinating with, you know, 40 other writers doing all these different books, trying to make sure that their books came in on time and they didn't spoil things too early. And he said, as great as that series was, and you look back at it and it worked really well, he said the the exercise of doing that was phenomenally frustrating. I can imagine what it's and like. And if you think you know. about when
2: we read Original Sin, how much we liked Original Sin, but some of the books were out of sequence. Yes. Remember? And we were actually yes. complaining about that at the and time. It's, going, and it's
0: not just a Marvel thing either. DC did it with Forever Evil.
2: And Forever Evil. Yeah. yeah. the Forever Evil, the yeah. sub-books had the finale before the finale came yeah. out. Know? Yeah.
0: So we know that – and that's why we, we love these sort of short, self-contained books that Mark Millar's been doing. Mm. And, you know, we, we recently did Kingsman, the Secret Service as a film, um, and the series works – Pretty well as its own thing. It's yeah. a very different entity. It's not my favorite of um, his
2: books, and I think it works better as a film. Interestingly yeah. enough, but this this is go- this is a perfect encapsulated little
0: book. Well, it's actually, we mentioned the film thing because a couple of his recent books, particularly Kick Ass, uh, there's been a symbiotic relationship with the film entity. Yeah, yeah. You know, they've been concurrently making the film, and the ending of the mm-hmm. films has mm-hmm. sort of influenced where he's gone with. Uh, the books as well. This is its own entity from start to finish. And what I love about it is it's five issues, um, in and six. out, six issues, six issues, in and out, and that's right. it. If there's never, if there's no Starlight two, or I actually or, don't want that to be. No, if it's never any of that, it, it finishes on a perfect. It's noise. exactly
2: the same feeling I had when I finished Superior. Superior finishes, yeah. and you go, I don't want this to ever come back.
0: Superior this is done. Superior for those of you who don't know, we we, we covered this a long time ago on the show. Mm. We did this a pick, and um, uh, absolutely love this book. It's basically about a person in a wheelchair uh, who is, is who
2: effectively becomes Superman.
0: Yeah, it basically yeah. becomes Superman. And the where that takes him as a person isn't where you'd necessarily expect it to go. And I love it because it's basically still about that person who has spent his life in a wheelchair. And the and, and the you entire know?
2: book is, in effect by the last panel, is basically a wink and a homage to Christopher Reed. And it and is. It's beautiful, and it's beautiful. It's it, know, a beautiful book.
0: Exactly the word I would use. And I think we said that at the time. need to read that. Yeah, I uh, really, really yeah. recommend it. Mm. And I... Would love to see that as a film. Yeah. It would be the most inspirational. Oh, if they can can
2: pull that off and make that film. And I would like to see somebody like Matthew Vaughn make it. Yeah. You know? yeah, I'd like yeah. to see Matthew Vaughn and Jane Goldman take that. They one They should off. just have an exclusive
0: you know, deal with is, each other.
4: Yeah. Starlight's going to be a movie. Is that, My understanding is,
0: that is when I was uh, when I was researching this episode that there were several references to it having been, having been optioned. Okay, um, so I'm really looking forward to, to seeing what they do mm. with that. Yeah,
2: I would actually say to you at this point that I don't think it's comics one hundred and one. Um, okay. Uh, Purely because time te- time is what tells. You yeah. know what I mean? And I would like to see if this book- This is, this is super fresh, this it's book. Super like it's super fresh. We finished. only just got issue six yeah. And I would sit there and say, yes, I highly recommend it. Yes, I think it's great. But when you do a Comics 101, you're looking at a book that has stood the test of time. This is a book where you go, if you're getting into comics, you must read
0: this. I, I would argue though that in time that I reckon this will. I think it will. I think this is absolutely. a story I will return to. This is the second time I've read through most how, of this. How, how about
2: we say potentially potentially
0: Comics 101. Comics. Yeah, yeah, the potentially we'll the, the I thing about this book, I love it on, on two levels. I love that that old schoolness to it, as I said. And mm. I love I love where the story goes. I love that it, it's got a lot of twists in it. Um as you go through, that none of the characters are quite what you expect them to be. Just the way that we underestimated, or uh, well, everyone's underestimating Duke McQueen at the start, yeah. we und- we find ourselves underestimating some of the other characters, the kid who comes to, oh, yeah. to, to find what he ends up being, <clears throat> what his actual motivation, and we won't spoil this one, because I think that's a really good, mm. a key twist reveal in this book. I think what, what that actually ends up being for that character, what that means to Duke McQueen, and I love, I love, you know? there's
2: little, little si- uh, sides in this where certain members of the, of the aliens actually have a fondness for earth culture and so they've, they've actually imported <laughs> yeah. cars and eight tracks and stuff like that. A, it's such a bizarre idea, but you know, it's it's great, you yeah, know? But it makes
4: sense, Yeah, you know? it's like the roadster, <laughs> yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <it's> the roadster <laughs> which ends up Duke ends up driving <laughs> yeah, in, which yeah. I think is fantastic. Yeah. Dave, what did you think? we heard I, from I loved
4: you? it as well, yeah, same, exactly the same. Yeah. yeah. I um, like, I like, I don't know. It's just an awesome mix of, I don't know. It's got a lot of heart in it as yeah, well yeah. as action, you know? And I think that just something really little, important. like he, I don't know, he gets it right, I think. Like just little details that he puts in there, like something as simple as, you know, sitting with his family, then having a cigarette and looking at the stars. And, you know, just it's evocative of a lot of things, you know?
2: Yeah, yeah. No, no, I agree. I mm. agree. I love, and I love, it's I'm, just super tight. It's so good. It's super know? tight. And yeah. the thing is, and, uh, I mean, minor spoiler, but I think it's really interesting that this is a book where he can actually pack the entire finale into one issue. Yeah, and yet it doesn't feel rushed, no, not and at the whole all.
4: world feels fully realized. And like you get an amazing sense of what the world used to be like when he went there before, and you you know the difference that it's changed and. You, you as a
0: reader haven't been there before,
2: and humor like when you know,
4: yeah. and, it pl- where- and it plays on your nostalgia as so well. So just before you go on,
0: David, I think that's really important, Dave. Yeah. Like we should say that when he comes back to this planet, it's it's basically being pillaged. It's it's it's, it's a shell of its former yeah. self. just like he is in a sense. And we see yeah. like in the very 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 first issue, there's like two or three pages we get of what that world looked like, and it's this is this is uh, uh, um, the beautiful beautiful art by um, Goran mm. Parlov. Mm. You get this gorgeously coloured. Um, vista of this beautiful twinkling city as you'd imagine in every Old sci-fi magazine. You can imagine that 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 look that you saw on the covers of sci-fi mags and whatnot. And then, as you say, when you get back to that, and you only see two or three panels, It's all
2: mind out. And,
0: yeah, yeah, and there's like he, he's looking down. Like, My God, what's happened? So it's kind and I love of, the yeah. fact
2: that when the ship arrives at the end of issue one with the kid to pick him up. Yeah, and it's this really retro looking Buck yes, Rogers ship, yeah, yeah, and he yeah. goes, "Wow, I think, you know, I, I missed all this." He goes, "Oh no, 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 no. Ships are much more modern now. We just some people like the retro no, stuff.
0: We just did it for you,
4: basically. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's, it's yeah, ironic because I think Mark Millar tends to do like the best kind of comics today like that and I'm, in that sense i mean that they can't be made into movies like that they're perfectly formatted for comics but like ironically they end up making really <laughs> good <laughs> movies that's Adam, like yeah. yeah um well you yeah. notice
2: so that every book every book like he just understands to. how to
4: pace a book out and how to everything you exactly know, it's just, yeah but what's interesting
2: yeah. is yeah. every if you think about it, every book of his that has been turned into a film has been heavily adapted they mm, have to kind true. of take it into a different direction. You I don't think you could t- I think you're right. I think this mm. stuff is so fully formed and perfect for the printed mm. page mm. that when they go to take it into a film version, they go, now we have to change <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, I <laughs> just just kind of, can works. I yeah.
0: add something to that? I think what makes this work as a comic even more is because of that inspiration from those old film serials. Comics are a serial format. Mm. So you're getting this as a monthly thing. Now we read this as a trade. Yeah, and this is um, not
2: this is not a typical three act four a uh, three act format no No. it is a serialized format exactly film it wouldn't work because it kind of stretches on and then ends in a final issue wouldn't it be
0: amazing if they brought back film serials like we got them at the front of of i want it i want it yeah Yeah. Yeah.
2: there was actually in the 80s they brought back there was a tv series i don't know if any of you guys ever remember it i don't think it's ever been replayed i never don't recall ever seeing it in in replay but it was on weekly and it was actually called cliffhanger and it it was a it was a um the idea of it was to recreate that kind of cliffhanger mm, feel. It mm. was good. It was. It,
0: it's funny because uh, obviously TV and, and particularly the internet has has taken over that notion of the serialized format. In fact, the way we even watch TV has changed. We watch them in one complete dump now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we binge things. So uh, the idea of having to wait, you know, time between the next chapter of something, is actually. A very foreign concept to a modern audience so that's why this whole thing kind of is this nostalgic thing just even in its format and your point about it being uh perfectly written for comics as well mm-hmm. sort of adds to that feeling i think yeah no i look i adore this book yeah i actually think this is mm-hmm. a um it, you're right it's up there with one of my favorite i would even say i like this even better than superior Ooh,
2: um broad do you know what i'm gonna say to hell with it
4: this is comics
0: 101 damn yeah. straight <laughs> boy
2: <laughs> i think i think if you are coming into comics and you've never read one before you could follow straight into this oh yeah this, mm. this is a good entry point
0: yeah when we say self-contained it's entirely self-contained you start right.
2: at issue one it ends yeah. at issue six you're done you're in you're out you know i don't know if it's a,
4: if it's intended but it's kind of like everyone sort of has a vague memory of watching stuff like flash gordon when they're younger or yeah or like watching like these kind of space things and I don't know if it's intended, but you're not really supposed to have watched them recently. Do you think?
1: Yeah, no. You think, you think like because the
4: yeah, characters relies on your memory like, I it. kind of remember it, maybe. And do you yeah. know what? I'm yeah,
0: no, I mean, know what you mean. Yeah, it's yeah. like it relies yeah. on your nostalgic memories. It's yeah. like it's like this is what this world would look like through your lens of memory. I would yeah. go. I would yeah. go so
2: far as to say, even if you have never actually seen one of the old Flash Gordon serials. Mm. You have no no doubt heard about that. Yeah. yeah. And in your mind, you're gonna read this mm. and go, Oh, this is what it was like. And you, and, yeah. and if
4: you're not yeah. into into science fiction or anything like that, like maybe you'd look at Star Wars in the same way or mm. you know mm.
0: yeah. But I think I think actually uh Mark Millar says that himself, like when he's there's an IGN interview, I think. If you just look up um uh, starlight casting or something like that. He actually talks about his ideal casting, and he talks about someone like I think that the interviewer suggests someone like um, Kurt Russell to Brian play Dennehy. this kind of character. That would know, be awesome. Tom. Brian Hanks.
2: Dennehy. He's got to go older.
0: Brian Dennehy. Go older He wants no. like like a classic American no, guys, actor, guys, like a, yeah, Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. No, seriously, ben?
4: in all seriousness, Tom Hanks.
0: You kind of want someone though that. If he was was still a star and isn't anymore.
3: Yeah.
2: If he was still alive, <laughs> no sorry.
0: No, no. If he was still alive, <laughs> <the captain>, now.
2: <laughs> if he was still alive, That's I would say movie, that
0: Charles
4: movie. Bronson.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, isn't hey, that best isn't best that best guy me. that played hey. who played he Flash Gordon you.
4: Sam whatever his name? is. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's get, still alive. Yeah, you could
2: get in. Yeah. Sam Jones yeah. actually get yeah. Sam Jones. Get Sam into, Jones yeah. to play Actually, that would be brilliant. That would be inspiring. That
0: really would be inspiring. Get him in something other than Ted. Get Eddie
4: Murphy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> didn't they do that wasn't that Pluto Nash or <laughs> like, yeah.
4: you know
2: what they could do yeah. at this point in his life because he is older if you could get Bruce Willis dudes
0: actually dudes yeah.
4: Mark Hamill
2: no, he's not. He's not. I mean, Duke for all his age is <laughs> yeah, still well, yeah. a big dude.
0: Yeah, can hit the gym. Yeah, and whoever he they, has been, and whoever they get to play him, get him to play the lead character in Southern Bastards. <laughs> yeah, Jason yeah Aaron, Southern Bastards. A, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it would be. Which, which both both books uh, about kind of similar thematic <laughs> points in someone's life, and I think I think they actually make really interesting twin reading. Mm. So I'd just been reading a bunch of Southern Bastards in the last couple of weeks, and then it's yeah. it's like House of Cards and Veep. That, yeah. <laughs> that that is a weird double feature, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. That kind of works. Yeah. yeah, it's like yeah. A if you can imagine. That the veep is happening behind the scenes <laughs> of House of Cards. That's yeah. <laughs> I love that idea. Um, we have got our um, a, a challenge to do. Oh, so I think this. it is time. Uh, look, can we just, we'll just wrap that up and say we adore this book and we recommend <laughs> highly it highly. Recommend it, it is out as a trade right now through Image Comics. Go and get it digitally. Go and get it in print. Get it any way you can. What we're recommending you do is read it. But for now,
2: it's John Deere's Geek Related Challenge or something
0: ah <laughs> oh, yeah boy uh, the geek-related challenge this week, again, comes to us from John D, who asked us to name our seven most useless or ineffective uh, Justice League characters <laughs> from past, present, or whatever roster we wanted to come up with. Um, <laughs> and we did
2: actually have a voicemail from him, but as I said, with our internet's complaining up, for some reason, Skype will not play his yeah. voicemail, and I don't know now why. Now,
0: if we can do it in post-production, we'll drop it in we'll drop it now.
1: In. in
2: fact, what I'm going to do is I'm going to attempt to play it one more time right now. Okay. Here we go, and...
1: Okay, over the years, superhero team-ups have been very effective at getting things done and saving the day. So what happens when you put together the least effective team you could possibly come up with? I think that's what I would like you guys to do. My team of seven of the least effective superheroes I could come up with, starting with Cypher from the New Mutants, because, you know, knowing every language there is to know, helpful skill. Next up, we've got to go with the ever ever wonderful jubilee because fireworks why not and then i'm gonna look at rocket racer because what's more effective than rockets on your skates everything and next plastic man plastic man the guy who got abducted and the justice league didn't even notice gotta love it okay up next we're looking at one half of firestorm if the other one doesn't want to come and play what are you gonna do and next up, I'm looking at Dead Man. What the hell's Boston Brand going to do amongst this team of, let's face it, ERF list superheroes? And finally, I would be remiss if I didn't include the Super Friends era Aquaman. All right, boys. Can't wait to hear yours.
0: Um, I normally start this list, but I'm going to let you two go first. Okay. David. Oh,
2: okay. I'm going to go first then, in that case, <laughs> because um, I actually... Took the challenge slightly differently, and I just put together the most ineffectual Justice League I could find. (laughs) Right? Okay. (laughs) So they're all DC. Let's do this. (laughs) They're all DC characters, and one of them is going to make Richard mad. So,
3: (laughs) (laughs) who could it be? (laughs) So number one on my
2: so number one on my list is actually a member of the uh, a couple couple of them are from Legion of Superheroes, and Mm. we're bringing bringing them into the Justice League. Uh, It's Matarita Lad, isn't it? (laughs) no, no, it's Arm Fall Off Boy. Um, yes <laughs> who actually pulls his arms off and hits people with guns yes. okay. he's real
3: he's
2: real, <laughs> he's he's real. real. That's real. Uh, number 2 is the red bee who actually has no superpowers of his own but has a pet bee in his utility belt <laughs> <laughs> um he's from all-star uh, squadron oh matter eating lad and yes. from Legion uh, who just eats shit. He eats stuff ma- <laughs> and gives him powers. Uh, number four is Vibe who, who not only... I saw Vibe I was going to put Vibe.
0: It might be on my list cool. as well.
2: <laughs> my favourite part of Vibe is not only does he vibrate things but he's a breakdancer.
0: <laughs> um, no, and he was... So, I'll, I'll add some facts to that later. Number five actually.
2: is Thunderer. Now, I don't know what team or affiliate he comes from originally but this is a man who has a a microphone and a speaker in his headset so he speaks loudly. (laughs) Okay? (laughs) Uh, Number six is Green Arrow. Oh. Arrows guys Come on <laughs> I mean
0: I love him But hey, hey. Boxing glove arrows <laughs> yeah.
2: And number seven Is I think quite frankly My favourite of all Which is Wildcat
3: Now yeah, was I supposed To fight Darkseid Cause I'm a guy In a suit.
0: Exactly <laughs> Holy hell
4: Dave So I, I did I did two lists Okay I, I did one Where I just took it As a massive joke <laughs> And then, Was there any other way And, then, yeah. <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then the second one I, I did realistically. I tried to form a real team All right, based on based this. on real okay, characters. Okay. okay, so the first one, the joke one. Okay, so you got Hal Jordan as Parallax, right? right. Bizarro. You yep. have Alfred in the Bat suit. <laughs> uh, you got Green Arrow, but he has no arms. <laughs> <laughs> you have Ted Cord's body. Sorry. <laughs>
2: With Green Arrow's arms.
4: Yeah. And and my final one is the Phantom Stranger, but after everybody knows who he is. (laughs) (laughs) Not such a stranger anymore. Okay. And now, Phantom uh, Guy. Now, now here's my my real team. Okay. Okay. So I took real Real Justice League. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I got um, Ben Affleck. Uh, (laughs) Henry Cavill (laughs) Cal Godot Jason Momoa Ray Fisher Ryan Reynolds
0: Uh And a CGI only Martian Manhunter
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah that would be Pretty ineffectual
0: (laughs) That would be If if anybody put those guys together That would be Dumb. <laughs> that would be All so right, dumb. All right, Richard. Okay. As
2: the DC traditional DC boy, yeah. hit us with your Justice uh, League. Well, I
0: put uh, this, the, the, only one of these anyone's ever heard of. But uh, <laughs> number seven is Dr. Light. Uh, oh, no, and no, it no. was like because they can manipulate light and they can even form something called hard light and turn it into like spears and things. <laughs> but their weakness is basically if you turn the lights off. <laughs> 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 so in the dark, they're completely useless. Um, number six was Ambush Bug. Uh, who has the ability to teleport, but he's basically a skinny man in a bug suit <laughs> at the end of the day. Do I have
2: to fight Darkseid? Because I'm just a man <laughs> in a <bug laughs> suit. There's a character
0: called General Glory who is strong and he has some power, but he basically doesn't use it Um, and he gives long speeches, and he died as an old man. Uh, elongated Man, which is, he's like Plastic Man, but nobody's ever heard of him. (laughs) And he was killed off, and no one really cared. Um, uh, Vibe, speaking of which, you mentioned him, was killed off in his initial run, and nobody noticed um, until they brought him back for the new 52.
2: And then he's disappeared again.
0: Exactly. Number two is... um, Snapper Carr, who's what? basically Jimmy, uh, Jimmy Olsen without the cross-dressing. <laughs> actually, maybe he did cross-dress.
3: Snapper Carr.
0: <laughs> Snapper Carr was, was like the – he was just basically the sidekick to the Justice League. Now, number one is actually, I think, turned up in a John, uh, Grant Morrison run. Correct me if I'm wrong. Super Chief, who was in 52, also known as John Standing Bear, he lasted – Two weeks in the (laughs) weekly series, and he died at the hands of Skeets. (laughs) (laughs) Buster Gold (laughs) Skeets. Skeets is basically a flying football with wings, (laughs) with fins, you know. (laughs) The robot from
3: the future (laughs) museum.
0: And my honourable mention was, of course, Matarita Lad, because he has to be on every list.
2: Uh, can I can I just add? Can I just add that the character that I wanted to put on my list most was actually a Marvel character. So I yeah. didn't, but I have a picture for you guys: Squirrel Girl, hindsight lad, <laughs> <laughs> who actually has yes. rear vision mirrors on his helmet,
0: <laughs> who can tell you how exactly how things would have turned out. a different way. it says
2: it says his superpower is being able to say annoying things like, "If only we had done it my way." <laughs>
0: Oh man, that's brilliant! We should we should we do should this again for, for Marvel. Uh,
4: yeah,
0: I want. Can you, you imagine? Uh,
4: now uh, we need uh, the most uh, ineffectual Avengers. No, okay, I have it. A new series called Skates, <laughs> Skates. where Skates is lost and tries to find Booster. <laughs> I, I've actually it's like
0: Homeward Bound on, on our show notes. I did like a little graphic of my choices together, <laughs> and I want that. As the actual I want that to be the league team. Can you imagine if that team <laughs> was on the cover of a book the you picture, would buy? The, that. Picture is in our show notes, the picture is in our show notes. It's actually got <laughs> elongated man tangled up in plastic man. Yeah. Because I think Plastic Man was one of JD's. Well, Plastic uh, Man
2: see Plastic Man I actually think is an awesome character because he can yeah. turn into anything. That's Whereas true. Elongated Man was like Mr. Fantastic, he could just stretch. Yeah. You know? It,
4: can I just say that? I was laughing so hard at that list, Richard, that the pen I was holding for the whole show has ended up on the other
3: side of the <laughs> room. But I don't know how. That's my bag. You can just see it on the floor.
0: <laughs> oh, well, kids. Thank you, John
4: D. Uh, oh,
0: kittens. What we're going to do is uh, that is our feedback because I don't think I can handle any more of this excitement. <laughs> Next week, we will be live in store. Live in store, Isaiah, at uh, Good Games Hurstville. Uh, we'll be doing it at 7.30 on 11th of March. 2015. And we want you mm. all
2: to turn up to drown out the sound of the D&D players.
4: Okay? <laughs> <laughs> Are they playing again? They?
2: Probably.
0: Oh look, uh, we, we, There's been instructions given to them, so they'll probably be a little louder. <laughs> but as we proved uh, also with
2: those mics, it didn't it, really uh, matter. Incidental
0: so. feedback. Apparently uh, Jamie was talking to them. They said, oh, at least it's only once a month. <laughs> so you know, I'm 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 glad they enjoyed it so much. We've actually got our guest list is is twice as long as it was last time. So looking forward to that. And we're one. also
2: turning the in speakers up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now we should mention the other thing that you should listen out to if you if you subscribe to the Geek Actually Superfeed, you'll get this already. Mm-hmm. Uh, if not, go and either subscribe to that or subscribe to the podcast Pillowfort feed because that's our other podcast on the Geek Actually Network and this week is going to be a bit of a crossover Yes, uh, where Amy Barker from that show will be interviewing the three of us talk, trying to make some sense out of what we just did for the last hour um, and talking about and she's sitting there, she's she's been taking photos of us and looking incredibly bored for the last 20 minutes. She came
2: uh, out looking very incredulous when we
0: were reading those lists. Though. Yeah, that's true actually. She's like, reader what? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, What do you
2: boys get up to? <laughs>
0: So look out for that. You can, of course, find Podcast Pillow Fort at podcastpillowfort.com and you can find it on Twitter at Pillow Fortcast. Uh, you can find me um, on Twitter at DVD Bits. Of course, you can find me at behindthepanels.net and Codpast. Codpast. <laughs> Codpast. It's, it's our fishing podcast. the <laughs> <laughs> snapper <laughs> car. <laughs> at oh, the snapper car fan site as well. David. <laughs>
2: right, you can find me on geekactually.com or on Twitter at David McVeigh. Yes, I know that the new Geek
3: Actually Show hasn't hit the
2: feed yet. It is next week, coming. next week. It is definitely next week. We've had some issues with getting live shows and all sorts of stuff going off. I know it's supposed to be end of February next week. Promise.
0: Yep. Uh, <laughs> end of February 2016.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, it's end of February-ish, which turned out to be the middle of March. So, <laughs> close enough. <laughs> it's close enough. Uh, and Dave and I will be launching that off Yay. next week. So. And and we've already got the story list from, from Delta Knight. We've already nice. got the stuff coming in. There's so much. Right? We've got a new theme for it. Oh. Everything is kicking off. It's just going to be next
4: week. That's all. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm skates.
0: <laughs> you can find him in the future looking like a football can with fins. You find things. me in a museum in the future. It belongs in a museum. <laughs> He's just a guy in a catsuit. <laughs> 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 well, until next week, I'm Richard Green Arrow is coming to get you (laughs) (laughs) grey. I'm David Wildcat (laughs) McVeigh. Skate, skate, skate. (laughs) (laughs) And this has been Behind the Panels.
2: Behind the Panels is a production of GeekActually.com.